What's going on, guys? It's Fantasy Stock Exchange here, bringing you back the actual final installment of our NFC uh, seven-round team mock draft series. Going with the Packers today. Uh, again, 2020, seven rounds with the Green Bay Packers. How are you doing today, Bush? Yeah, sorry, Packers fans. We made you wait a long time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, let's get into it. I think this is a pretty intriguing team. They had a good record last year, a little bit fraudulent. But um, yeah. I think they have three major needs that we'll look to address here. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, there's not no way we're really going to trade up into this range, so let's just have the mock draft rule. Yeah. A trading down could be a very good possibility, to be quite honest, depending on who's on the board at 30. Yeah, there's one guy I might want to trade up to to get. after. Um, uh, so after the uh, Vegas picks at 19, start pausing. I want to see okay. who's on them. Because if Kenneth Murray's on the board or Patrick Queen, I might want to trade up. All right, we'll see who's available. Ugh, if the Cowboys took McKinney over freaking Judy, I'd cry. Oh, we got Jedrick Willis. Let's go. Uh, Winfield, okay. wow, I love that. Okay, so looking here, who's going to pick linebacker? Maybe the Saints. Are they both? They're both on the board, right? Yeah, Queen I believe Andrew. so. Okay, yeah, they're both on the board. Wait till one of them goes. Yeah. Wow, two just one off the board. So we have four picks, five picks here. Yeah, I think they also need a receiver and offensive tackle. There goes Josh Jones. That's okay. okay, Queen's gone. Yeah. Smash Murray, it. Kenneth Murray, book it. Don't even need to look at the rest of them. <laughs> um, yeah, I think they, they could use an offensive tackle, a linebacker, inside linebacker, and, a, and a, um, a wide receiver. I think wide receiver is the like lowest priority of those needs. I know we seem to think like we they need wide receivers so bad. But, I mean, they signed um, – was it Funchess that they signed? Yeah, but mm. yeah, they signed Funches. They still have MVS. There's some guys there. So if you don't draft a wide receiver in round one, it's not the end of the world. Because I think inside linebacker is their biggest need, in my opinion. Agreed. Uh, I'm looking here to, uh, I mean, you got interior offensive linemen. I mean, I don't think they're going to address tight ends because I am a fan of Sternberger. Uh, maybe if they're, depending on what corner is available, like. Do they need a know. corner though? I don't really think I mean, they need a corner though. It's not mean, a starting just, corner. Bryce Hall is better than anything they have, and I'm not huge on uh, Josh Jackson or is Kevin uh, King Kevin... still there? He's garbage. He sucks. Yeah. He's not the greatest. Like um, only what under... are they looking at wide receiver wise? Uh, oh yeah, we is could check. Jalen Rager sure. on the board? No, no but Hamler not. Hamler's a perfect fit as well. Yeah, I think he is as well. Uh, I like I mean... Lavisca Chenault better though. Mm, that would be fun. Uh, I have Chenault rated higher than him, so. I think, I think I, LaFleur, LaFleur would know how to use Chenault. He's not like – I don't – like the one thing I hate is seeing people pair Chenault with like the Jags. It's like yeah, they're not going to fucking know how to use him. Like I, I want to uh, see like Chenault go to a good team that knows how to use him. And I think the Packers can be that team. I think LaVisca Chenault, like if, assuming he's healthy, and if he was picked this high, we're just going to assume health because we don't actually have yeah. uh, access to like any medical information. So – if we're assuming health here, LaVisca Chenault's by far and away the best receiver on the board, in my opinion. I have so Pittman that, above that would be my him, pick. I have Pittman above him personally, but uh, in terms of fit, I can definitely see that. Now, I kind of I like all these receivers available here. Do you want to see if maybe there's like an interior offensive lineman or so that like... Who's on the I, board for offensive tackle? Offensive tackle, okay. Uh, there's uh, Matt Per. Yeah, it's not. Uh, yeah, it's not that great at this pick. This is a little early for Pert, in my opinion. Even though we took him at fifty last, we, we, yeah, but the Bears, the Bears could use them more. Like they don't actually need um, sure. a tackle right now because they signed Rick Wagner to replace um, Brian Bulaga for this year or whatever. So they probably need a guy to develop. 
behind uh, Wagner and Bakhtiari to take over for one of them whenever they choose to move on from them. That's definitely fair. Uh, I mean, who, who do they have inside on their uh, interior defensive line after? Because uh, they have Rashawn Gary. They have uh, Kenny Clark. Who else do they have? I mean, I think Rashawn Gary plays like outside linebacker for them. That's weird. He, to I, me, that he was, was a clear, bad pick. That was a bad pick. To me, no he was a clear, he was a clear three. You're a Michigan fan. What did you think yeah. of Rashawn Gary last I year? I thought he was uh, he flashed talent, but he was the most inconsistent player I've seen last year. Like talent wise, don't get me wrong, Rashawn Gary. I think he's a, a best suited as a three tech and a four three. And they're playing him as a three four outside linebacker, which I don't know what the hell they're doing. Kind of similar to what uh, the, remember when the Jets had Sheldon Richardson and they had him at outside linebacker at times. <laughs> Like yeah. it's it's just the same to me. It's like what are you doing? Like you you're Being picking. Vea had like ten snaps where he rushed from standing up this year. That's hilarious. It's crazy but, um, to me. Anyway, um, I think there's a couple different places they could go. To be honest, I don't think there's like I'm not picking a tight end. I refuse to pick a tight end. Agreed. So like if you're a Packers fan and you want us to pick a tight end right now, it's not going to happen. One, I love Sternberger. The tight, ends, the tight ends in this class are none of them are as good as Jay Sternberger. Not none of them are like going to get used on the Packers anyway. And they're all too early for this pick. I think, like, if you pick a tight end before this pick, it's probably too early. Agreed. I'm looking at Justin Matabuike, though, as a big tear break, uh, in my opinion, in terms of the defensive alignment. I mean, I like Elliott, but, like, Matabuike, to me, is just a clear guy left there. But Because uh, there's just uh, receivers that I all like. If you want to pick Matabuike, you can. My vote's still for LaVisca Chenault. I mean, we could go Chenault. Uh, I mean, we could still get, like, a Jordan Elliott next pick. I wouldn't be opposed. But, uh, yeah, let's do it. Because uh, I'm just yeah. trying to think who else they have it on the interior defensive line other than Kenny Clark and, uh, well, not even Rashawn Gary because he's playing a uh, 3-4 outside linebacker for him. Yeah, like the problem with getting a good impact interior defensive lineman, I think a lot of teams face this. When you have two stud edge rushers like the Packers do, your interior guys, and you also have a stud like interior guy in Kenny Clark. Yeah. You, you really don't need another guy that's going to get past like sack production. Like you kind of just need another pocket pusher to free up those other guys. Definitely see that. Uh, now I'm looking at it. Like maybe see what I, like Amik Robertson to me is the perfect Packer because yeah, he complements everything that they don't have at this point. Like they have Jair Alexander. The other three corners next in the depth chart: Josh Jackson, uh, Kevin King, and they also have a, another long backup corner. I want I forget his name, but uh, they just have long corners. I can't move Amik Robertson. You plug in right there. He can slide in on your nickel. Uh, Jair Alexander, obviously one of the best corners in the game play inside and outside you pair a guy like Amik robertson in terms of versatility i think it's a great value here especially at 94 uh yeah i, li- I like the pick too I-, I think they're both like scrappy corners yeah both him and alexander are like that i think a, a lot of teams i think Amik robertson's gonna go higher than people think like even this might be like too late for him like i think he's I, like he played in conference usa right so you don't yeah. know exactly how he's gonna perform on the big stage but Man, this kid's this kid's like the best player in Conference USA coming out of it by like, far. Out of Law Tech, like he he is he's incredible. Like I know um the uh, move the sticks uh, and uh, Rhett Lewis and stuff from the NFL Network because they covered uh um Conference Law USA Tech. on NFL Network. They um they watched him a lot and they love him. So I, I think he's I like great. I like the pick a lot. I think they could definitely use like a third or fourth corner maybe to push Kevin King and Josh Jackson, if nothing I'm- else. So. Yeah, the I only pl- like that pick. the only play that I remember Kevin King making this entire season was when he absolutely uh, absolutely had pass interference against the Cowboys and somehow got a, uh, an interception credited for him. But I'm not even going to talk into that because uh, I'm just a cowboy, a salty Cowboys fan who always gets calls against me when we play the Cow- uh, when we play the Packers. So I mean, uh, all Cowboys fans are salty. Make the pick. 
Uh, by the way, uh, Tyler, Tyler's out there somewhere just uh, loving himself off right now. I don't think they're, they're going to like Jacob Eason. <laughs> I don't think so either. But See, that's their guy. <laughs> Imagine well, if one of the things that Rappaport said the league's way too low on is that like Jacob Eason's like rated higher than like Jordan Love or something. For I most teams. Cry. Like Jacob Eason goes in the first round, like Jordan I, Love's like a fourth round pick. I was about to say, would you honestly like? Obviously, we don't. We neither of us have him ranked there. I think he's your quarterback eight. He's my quarterback seven. But like, would you be at all shocked if a team just fell in love with him and took him in like the f- top forty picks? Like, no, I wouldn't be shocked by it. I think he's the like like I've said all along. He's the quintessential guy that people are gonna fall in love with that they shouldn't because yeah. he's not good. Sean Kaiser. But, yeah, the Sean Kaiser, Mason Rudolph, Will Greer, guys that just suck at football who are gonna pretend they're good. Because they have physical tools. By the way, I just want to go off for a second. Arm strength is not a good, like, it's not even like a trait for quarterbacks. Arm talent is a trait for quarterbacks. I mean, I I prefer touch and accuracy opposed to absolutely and like throwing on the run and off platform. Like that's that's arm talent. Arm strength. I don't care how fucking like hard you uh, registered on the radar gun. That doesn't fucking matter. Like by the way, when people say that you're uh, Jake Fromm and you like can't throw like any, you wouldn't break an egg if you whipped it at a wall. When people say that uh, Justin Herbert has arm talent, they're referring to how he he has the natural strength, but he's able to touch it over the top. He has good placement on those deep balls. Like people, yeah. uh, people don't understand when they hear arm talent, they just assume it's a straight associated with chucking the ball seventy yards down the field. But yeah. it's just Joe not. Burrow has better arm talent than Jacob Eason by a mile. Joe Burrow's fantastic, man. He, he like, can throw like he can throw off so many platforms on the run, everything like that. Anyway, let's stop yeah. getting off topic because we like to do that over here. Um, I'm looking at Lucky Photo here, and he's just uh he's just a perfect player here, especially for uh, to pair yeah. inside with uh, Kenny Clark, man. I mean, he's a lot like obviously he's not a lot like Kenny Clark because Kenny Clark's probably one of the best and most underrated defensive linemen in the league. But um, I mean, yeah, like, I think. If you want to give him some, like, I think you, I don't know if you put him next to him because I think he's a nose tackle in a three, four. I was going to say, uh, I mean, that's actually true too. I mean, we're running a three, four here. Uh, I think Strobridge, Strobridge would be because good. Strobridge is lighter and he's, he's a little more twitchy, but again, the, the photo pick could, could work for what I said earlier. If you want guys that are going to take up space, like, uh, like for example, I've seen it with my team with Vita Vea and Ndamukong Sue and William Golston. Their jobs are not to get sacks. Their jobs are to push the pocket so Shaq, JPP, and like Nassib last year could to clean up and get the sacks and even the inside linebackers on blitzes and stuff. So actually, now that you mention it, I, I think I like the photo pick a little bit better because I think uh, they weren't great against the run last year either. So it wouldn't it wouldn't kill them to get better against the run. And like photo could move for a big man. Like <clears throat> he's literally like he could honestly be a poor man's type of Vita Vea. I mean, he's just a huge mammoth of a man strong at the point of attack and actually has some movement to him. Like I think uh, honestly here, like getting him in the fourth round is going to be a very good value. Cause to me here, like there's so many third round talents in this draft. Like I would not be shocked if he ended up going in the third round. It's just the problem is yeah. the NFL doesn't uh, appreciate the job he does and they don't invest draft capital into just big mauling one text, except for uh, the bucks getting Vita Vea. Uh, yeah. But it? Vita Vea has some pass rush upside and he was also sure. a freak athlete. So that's true. All right, uh, let's just uh, pick him up. Sorry for uh, he's, a, he's an elite tight end too. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the out of position tight end than the Packers have ever had. <laughs> All the Packers Bucks fans. got sniped. On who? Oh my god! Josiah DeGara. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever he gets picked in the real NFL draft, I'm just gonna laugh. 
Yo. Well, Davion Taylor's such a Niners pick. Keyshawn Vaughn's the most Ravens running back I've ever seen. Literally. James Proch of the Cowboys. I I like that a lot. I want him for Tampa. Uh, Jake Luton. Derek Juska is very underrated. I said that in the previous draft, but still. Your boy J.R. Reed. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's look at the tight ends. <sighs> Colby Parkinson just seems kind of like a Packer. I don't know. Who else? I don't, even, I don't even want to pick him. Like, <laughs> sign a veteran blocking tight end while Sternberger, like, grows into the role. Like, don't draft one a tight end. This know, class is so shitty. Like, don't know, draft one. We know Lucas's boy. Uh, Jared Pinkney. <laughs> would he run, like, a 5-1? Um, yeah. Interior line. Maybe we check there again. It's all good. At Pinkney's pro day, he probably ran, like, a 4-5. <laughs> yeah, literally. Eh? Cameron Clark actually... um. We haven't like picked Kinley him a lot, better. and we've picked we've picked Kinley a lot. That's why I don't want to pick him. For this. Cameron <laughs> just... Clark, I've uh, I've heard some good things about. He was uh, it was either the East West uh, Shrine game or the um, the other um, smaller school All Star game that they do. Apparently, he showed out there, and he he looked like he belonged. Like not not that he belonged, but like he looked like he was overpowering those guys. Damn. So. I yeah like I I don't hate I I know there's some people around like in the NFL circles that are gonna like Cameron Clark. He seems like the type of uh, interior guy like Tampa would like because they like small school interior guys. But like there's a lot of teams out there like that that like to get interior guys late in the draft and uh, let them develop into either at least solid depth if not anything. Yeah, I like that. Uh, let's just see. Like, and Gandy Golden would be a decent like especially at this value. Yeah. Uh, who else can we take? Like. Maybe Heron. I don't mind Heron. I mean, you get him as a swing tackle, and you lost Bulaga. Did we already we pick a tackle? No, we didn't. Okay, yeah, didn't? yeah, I like yeah. it. Let's do it. I mean, especially uh, you lost Bulaga. We don't know how uh, Rick Wagner's going to work out. I, I heard uh, not too many great things uh, about him when he was on the Lions. I mean, he used to be fantastic when he was on the Ravens. Signed that big fat contract at the Lions. Heard he uh, was pretty unspectacular. So, yeah, I mean, getting a guy like Heron here just kind of – Build your depth uh, at a guy who can step in, especially if uh, Wagner struggles. I like it. Yeah. Tandy Muse is interesting. One thing I'm considering doing here is picking a running back. I'm down. Because I know uh, Matt LaFleur mentioned something about adding a running back to this. Like, none of us in fantasy want them to do that. But, I mean, it's a seventh or sixth round pick. No one. Yeah. It's not like he's no. going to make too much of an in, um, an impact. I was going to say, would you be shocked really if like they took any of these guys? To be honest, I was, but I was going to say, like, would you be shocked if they took their own version of a of a Tariq Cohen? Like, I, mean, I think JJ Jamal Taylor? Williams is like just as good a receiver as Tariq Cohen is. <sighs> I I, that might be a hot take. I don't think Jamal Williams is that bad. A lot of people think he's like garbage. I, I don't really understand that. I think I, he's at least in the receiving game. I don't think he's a good runner, but I think as a receiver, he's pretty good. Fair. Uh... We see tight ends. Everyone knows he's awesome in pass protection too. So yeah, that's his calling card. Uh, yeah. I don't Fucking even know what to Rogers. take now. There's like literally like nothing on the board that interests me. Maybe Ga- like honestly, Gandy Golden just because of value. Like, we might have to pick a tight end just because. There's shove nothing Gandy. else we want to pick. <laughs> no, fuck the tight end. Shove Gandy Golden at tight end. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Back to back. <laughs> All right. Um, why, why, is this, why do they do this? Jawan Jennings, I think, uh, during the combine, Daniel Jeremiah, when he was running his 40s, like, he's a tight end. He just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> what I think he said about him. You want to just take a, a three big re- or two big receivers in Chenault? Oh, fuck it. We're not taking just, that. Let's just boy, uh, take your boy Carter Coughlin. 
Sure. I don't know how he fits. Demand. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he fits, but we'll just throw him in. So uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't think this is going to rank too high for us on uh, <laughs> in terms of our comparative. I like the uh, first ranking. picks. Yeah, they were they're good picks, but uh, if, after if that, you get Kenneth Murray at thirty, like that's true. He's top. He's like top fifteen player for me. Like he's incredible. Oh, we pick again. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't even know who like who would fit here. <laughs> we just like, take the classic. I don't even care who you pick. It's like who who knows at this time. <laughs> Fuck it. No, <laughs> let's just take JJ Taylor. Man, it's probably going to be about a B for me if I'm just going to guess right now. Oh, why do we pick again? <laughs> we should have just packaged all the sevens to get Here. up into like the fifth Here. round or something. Here, you Packers fans, you got your tight end. Yeah. <laughs> Michigan boy. Sean McKee. I don't even know who that is. Oh, man, he's not that good. Yeah, I don't – I didn't – thankfully, I didn't watch a lot of Michigan football this oh, year. Oh, God. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. Uh, why do they have all the seventh round picks in the world jesus christ yeah <laughs> look at this look at the 200s with four picks and just the a 200s. whole lot of garbage after like lecky foes yeah literally <laughs> Gabby uh, Golden, that that value is not bad actually yeah, but. It's fantastic but uh recapping for uh those listening on the podcast obviously uh i say this every time but we kind of been shooting the shit on this but uh kenneth murray linebacker from oklahoma at 30 great value there uh, LaVisca Chenault, wide receiver from Colorado at 62. At 94, we got Amik Robertson, cornerback from Louisiana Tech. 136, Lucky Fodu, interior defensive lineman from Utah. 175, Cameron Clark, interior offensive lineman from Charlotte. 192, Justin Heron, offensive tackle from Wake Forest. 208, and Antonio Gandy-Golden, wide receiver from Liberty. And don't worry, we're not done yet. 209, <laughs> Carter Coughlin, edge rusher from Minnesota. 236, J.J. Taylor, the running back, a little scat back from uh, Arizona, Tariq Cohen-esque. And then uh, 242, wrapping up the draft. He gave you guys your tight end. And uh, Sean McCune, tight end for Michigan. So uh, overall, uh, what grade would you give this, uh, Bush? I think this is solid B. It would be a higher pick to me, I think. The Packers, again, like we said this about New Orleans as well. They're, they're a good team. Like their roster is good. So they only have, to me, they have three major holes. And that's... Um, linebacker inside linebacker receiver and uh and a like a developmental tackle or a swing tackle so uh, aside from that i think i think we I, we could have addressed uh offensive tackle a little earlier than we did but um aside from that like the first two picks i love the first two picks i think those are awesome picks agreed uh yeah i know great value on those uh i'm also a huge fan of amik robertson i mean you mentioned earlier 94 is absolutely lower than where he's going to go there's going to be mm-hmm. like i uh, this is, this might sound as a bold take but i would not be shocked if there's a team that falls in love with him in the top 50 hey I mean, tampa did it with sean bunting last year i, I was central just michigan to... central michigan corner last year sean bunting was probably the best rookie corner in the league last year he was on the all rookie team as the first corner yeah the both of them are on the box um <laughs> But anyway, yeah, like these small school corners, especially teams will fall in love with them. We took Sean Bunting over Greedy Williams last year. Like a team did that. Yeah, so like, there were teams that literally had uh, Greedy Williams as like a top fifteen player. I, I I never believed that, but teams viewed Greedy Williams as a t- or the media, sorry, viewed Greedy Williams as a top fifteen player, while they viewed uh, Murphy Bunting as like maybe a top twelve corner. And then NFL draft hits. Uh, Murphy Bunting goes ahead of him, and then sure enough, Murphy Bunting, fantastic rookie year. All, all yeah. 
to Tampa over there. Great pick. But, uh, yeah, no, overall, uh, you, you prefaced it. I'd probably give this about a B as well. I mean, uh, yeah. Kenneth Murray, uh, Chanel, Robertson can step in day one, instantly be starters. I am a fan of Fodu. I think uh, pairing him inside takes a lot of pressure off a guy like Kenny Clark to just kind of pin his ears back because Fodu can uh, hold the port in the inside, get some push. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, not absolutely not my favorite, like in terms of like just we kind of got a little, a lot of meh after that. But, I mean, it's definitely a solid draft. This, these are the type of drafts where you have all these picks to kind of fill out your depth on your roster. And uh, I, feel, I feel like we did that decently. So, uh, overall, yeah, I think I'd give it about a B. So, uh, anything you want to add, Bush? Uh, no, we'll uh, close it out here. Um, check out the fantasystockexchange.com, pumping out a bunch of written content there. April 26th, the rookie draft guide will be dropping hundred uh, percent free to you guys. Um, we'll have the domain up pretty soon. And, um, there's a lot of great content in there. We'll, we've been working hard on that for sure. And, um, yeah, make sure you guys like comment, subscribe, hit the bell notification, uh, or the notification bell. Make sure you, um, share if, uh, if you, we'd really appreciate it. If you guys told your friends, shared it on social media, whatever, we'll definitely, uh, be appreciative of that and uh, check out the discord as well. Um, sure. we're constantly interacting with our subscribers, with even people that probably aren't subscribed to us. Um, <laughs> we just, we, we run mock drafts with them. We're getting a, a, a 32 T we're hoping to get a 32 team mock the day of the draft before the uh, draft actually starts. Um, and then we'll probably record that and have some fun with that. So yeah, make sure you're checking out everything that we're doing. Yeah, I just want to add to uh, 94 subscribers. Last time I checked uh, six away from 100. I just, I'm just glad you guys have stuck around so far with the channel. Uh, if you're enjoying the content, uh, go share us to your family members, uh, friends, uh, if this is something that they'd be interested in, we're fully capable of, uh, pumping out this content for you guys. So, uh, yeah, we're committed. We're here grinding, uh, very grateful for you guys. Uh, you, you 94 of you at this current point, uh, who are subscribed, uh, this is a channel we just plan on growing, plan on giving you guys the, the proper value. Speaking of value, April 26th, rookie draft guy dropping free, no, no, no money, no purchase required. Just, uh, sign up for that. Get your subscription, free subscription to that rookie draft guide. We've pumped out many hours and uh, giving you the best rookie experience, rookie profiles that uh, are available. Again, you can kind of get a, a brief preview of what we currently have up on the Fantasy Stock Exchange website, linked below, uh, to see kind of like what the content would be on the draft guide. But yeah, uh, we have a bunch of prospects prepared for you guys. Uh, a team of us uh, have been working diligently on that over the last month. So just enjoy and get the value out of us as, uh, as much as you can. So yeah. Yep. Uh yeah, from uh, me and Danny here, we'll uh, see you guys next time. Peace yeah. out. Peace out.